Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, listeners. We just wanted to give you a quick message before the episode starts. We have been having some editing issues with our episodes and several of you have written to us to alert us about it and we we are aware of it. We are working on it. Um, it's not our fault. It's the podcast platform we've been working with and it's a long story, but we are working on it. We're aware of it. We're switching to a new platform which hopefully should be completed. The transition should be completed within the next week or so. And we're sorry. I know it's annoying, but we are working on it. And thank you for bringing it to our attention. Thank you. Bye. Hello and welcome to the Psych Legal Pop podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. And I'm Tess Brigham. I'm the therapist. And today we are here to talk about Sister Wives this is part one of the special, Christine Brown and David Woolley's wedding special, part one. I don't know if it's still technically part of the Sister Wives season No, it 18. is. Is it? Well, yeah. I don't know if it's part of season 18, but they did the intro that they yeah. normally do. And the, which I thought was weird. Like, yeah. why did they have the regular Sister Wives intro? We don't want to see those other people right now. We don't even want to think about them. This should be mm -hmm. all about David and Christine. Well, I don't know. <laughs> they can never make it just about one, one thing. So, um, yeah. But yeah, it's Christine. It's Sister Wives, sis, Christine and David's wedding. Part yes, one. Part yes. one. So, um, so we start out. The first thing I have written down here is Utah is beautiful. Yes. You know what? <laughs> I want to go there so badly because I, I see, I, I don't know, for some reason on Instagram, I follow a lot of like travel um, pages and whatever. And I'm always seeing posts about Utah and places to go in Utah. And it's just every one of it's just like, oh my God, this one state has all this beautiful stuff. Yeah. I, I think at first when I saw where they had you know, them outside that place. I thought that it was Christine's house in Salt Lake because it looks very similar, like the duplex. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, oh, it's in Moab. And I, yes, I was like, this is gorgeous. I'm like, when they went on that little riverboat cruise yeah. thing, I was like, that's awesome down the Colorado River. I was like, yes, I want to go there. It was beautiful. It really, really was. Yeah. It's a gorgeous, it was a gorgeous setting. Um, so yeah, so I guess this this, I don't know what you want to call it, this venue. It's like a lodge, uh, you know, wedding venue, but I think they have, I think you can stay there. So it's kind of up a ways, I think in the, you know, it, it it's not obviously not like in the center of town, you have to like drive up to it. So anyway, the, mm -hmm. it looks like they rented all of these Airbnbs or rented some places for everybody in town to gather and stay. And so this, it starts out with, we see, um, 
David and Christine, I can't remember if they start out with a confessional or we just start seeing like people start arriving. Well, people start arriving and she's like, oh, they're my sisters. I'm so yeah. excited. And then they go to these confessionals um, of the of the two of them uh, talking about, right, how they met. And we, we, you know, Christine does change the story a little bit, but like we... Yeah. we yeah, I mean, it was a little different than what we were saying before, but she admits that she saw him, she stalked him, she messaged him, and he says that Christine's very aggressive. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? What is? What? What did she do? I mean, yeah, she claims that she saw him, and she saw his kind eyes and his smile, and she just and she was turned on by his bald head, and she just looked at him and was like, "That's my man," and she yeah. just started messaging him and then. I don't know. With Christine, everything always has to get made into like a fantastical story or something, you yeah. know, because she's so fixated on fairy tales and stories. And so I'm sure it wasn't quite as dramatic as she's making it out to be. But yeah, yeah I did think that was funny that um, he said she was aggressive, but he also said he saw her and she was hot. So, you know, yeah, <laughs> he was she like, had a glow about about her. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think it was probably a little more mellow. Like she saw him, was attracted to his look, messaged him and, mm-hmm. and went from there. Like how most people meet. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Well, that's the thing throughout this whole uh, throughout this whole show, this whole episode. It becomes very apparent just god how naive, sheltered like whatever Christine is. Her and her the bar is so low for her. It is mm-hmm. so low with code you know, that everything David does is just automatically a thousand times better because Cody was such a piece of shit husband. Yeah. You know, that she just, I mean, (laughs) what I think is it definitely the theme of this wedding is we all love David so much that it brings us to tears and Cody's a piece of shit. (laughs) I know it. You know it. Christine's dad knows it. (laughs) Right. Christine's dad was like, oh, thank God. Rex knows it. <laughs> I think the people all over Moab know it. I mean, it was just like, that was the theme of this was just about everyone's so excited for her. So excited that Cody's such an asshole. Oh, I Because know. then the next scene is, the next thing is Janelle's confessional of her saying that, I think what I really love is David really helps Christine with things. And then, you know, oh, Cody, you know, one of these issues that she had was Cody was never pl- present for party prep and helping. Yeah. And then we get the scene party. And, and then we get the scene of like Christine, like spinning, mixing a bowl in the kitchen. And then <laughs> Cody in the living room, like, hey, this is my new phone. What do you think? <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, you guys yeah. are not sparing any punches. You're just going to go right in there. So. Yeah. Well, and it also comes out that you know, I guess David in the beginning was kind of pretending that he didn't know who she was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after a couple dates, she just, you know, tells him everything. And he's like, yeah, I don't live under a rock. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that should have been that should have been conversation, you know, like the first date. But I remember him saying when when she first contacted him, um, his daughter said, I think you're being catfished. Like, that can't possibly be the real Christine Brown. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe he was just, I don't know. I can understand him not saying anything on the first date. That doesn't feel creepy or weird. I think yeah. I think he was kind of like half going, okay, she's a real person. And they talked on the phone for a while. And then she was like, we have to meet. And that's when he said, she's very aggressive. <laughs> like, you know, so I think that he was probably just like, okay, let me feel this out. Like, let me see what this is. And then, you know, if she brings it up, I'll say something. But I don't know. I get the sense. I, I'm with David on this one. I don't know if I would have like led with that one. But I think it would have been yeah. weird. I think it would be weird if he turned to her and went, you are? <laughs> if he already knew. <laughs> right. I mean, he owned it. So yeah. yeah. anyway, it's just, it is just, <laughs> the whole thing was so funny. Um, But yeah, all the siblings, there's tons of people there because all of um, uh, her sisters, Christine's sisters, her mom, her dad, Mm-hmm. Um, all of that because you know her mom couldn't be at her first wedding. Um, you she know, said she has nine siblings coming. Yeah, which is crazy. And then he's got these eight kids, and they've got partners. And 
Although we um, only we only met two of them, I believe. There was a daughter, Reagan, and then there might have been one other, but I forget the other one's name. I'll come across it in my notes. But um I don't remember meeting anyone but those two. I mean, maybe they just don't want to be on camera, you know. Yeah. It could be that. Or you know, but they yes. have to keep it down to an hour, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. I was very grateful because I was very worried I was gonna tune in and it was going to be like two hours long or three hours Mm -hmm. long. It was like, Oh, thank God. You know, because even, I mean, I think that the two hours, 42 minutes each is like a good pacing for this Mm -hmm. because just about the time I was like, okay, I need to move on. They were moving on. So, Mm -hmm. which is nice. But then we see, um, McKelty arrive with the twins Mm -hmm. and, um, Oh God! Um, she's so where, where's the third? Yeah, I find her very she's irritating. Just, she she's really she's attention. a lot. Yeah, Ugh. she is. She's a lot. Um, and then where's their other kid? Where's Avalon? I, I don't. Like, know. Don't you have a third kid here? I was just that was weird. But we learned that they're going to have three hundred guests. That's mm-hmm. insane. Three hundred guests. But I guess when you have these huge families, um, and then <laughs> then we. T- Oh, then we see the scene where basically the producer said to Cody, hey, we need to get some B-roll, some footage of you, not B-roll, so, but we need to get some footage of you, some confessionals, some of some things of you. So can we just see you around his house, uh, around your house? And you know that he was like, oh, I've got to be doing something manly. <laughs> so you know that he got off the couch and like went outside and then randomly chopped down that tree. Because yeah, why? A random tree why? in the middle of a cluster of trees that did not need to be cut down. But Cody had to get out his chainsaw and look, <laughs> look manly. I mean, <laughs> cut down that tree. And you know what? Quite frankly, I'm upset that Cody is even in this episode. I'm, I really didn't even expect to see him. I was shocked. I was like, why? Mm-hmm. Everybody hates you. Like, this is Christine's special, you know? Yeah. Get the fuck but out. The- but the thing is, is that it, it's a sister wives, right? So that's why we have to keep, you know, going back to everybody and finding out how they feel about everything. But then we see, <laughs> but then we see Cody and Robin sitting on this log outside. Cody's got his visor on. And, his, and he's his like, gloves. He's got oh, gloves yes. On. And he's like, oh, well, I know about the, the, the wedding, you know, cause I saw the invite at my sister's house. So I guess, you know, <laughs> you know, some people, you know, someone in my family is getting invited. And then he goes in this whole thing. He's like, but I've moved on. I'm fine. I've resolved it. It's like, okay. I mean, he definitely seems, I will say more, not as angry mm-hmm. as before. He definitely seems a bit more resolved, but at the same time, it's like, when was He's, this? This was filmed in October of last year. So when were when was the the finale of last season of this season recorded? It's well, like I, I so you're believe, very angry then. Yeah, I believe they taped those confessionals that like the tell all. I think that was taped like in the summertime. Mm, okay, so he's had a couple months to cool down. Mm-hmm. But you know, he tried to say something. I think kind yeah. of uh, nasty. He says. I've been accused of, I've been accused of, or my, one of my wives has accused me of, and then Robin cuts him off mm-hmm. and says, and stops him from talking basically and says, aren't we just so happy for them? And, and then, um, you know, Robin says, I'm happy for them. And then he says, well, I was just going to say that one of the kids told him that, you know, you found your soulmate. So now mom is going to find hers. I'm like, well, that. How does that got to do with accusing? Okay, yeah, you know (laughs) that that wasn't where he was going. No, he was going in a negative direction, and then Robin did that thing where she gives him a clear sign that no, 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 no. Remember what we talked about? You're going to be positive (laughs) and happy, you Uh know. (laughs) And I've heard some other podcasts say that they think that maybe Cody hired some kind of a PR person, you know, to rehab his. Oh image because it was so awful after you know all these these last few seasons and the tell-alls and everything and i don't know i don't i don't see cody doing that because i don't see cody taking any direction or advice from anybody except maybe robin you know Mm -hmm. so well i don't know know. i don't even know if he takes our direction and advice half the time but 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be interesting. I, I, I don't know. And this happens at a, a clip farther down, but you know, people I've seen this, I've seen some, um, articles that are out where they feel like the two of them kissing, like when yeah. she stops him and kisses him, this is like a sh- throwing shade to Christine. And I'm like, I'm trying, I'm reading these articles going, I don't, what, well, what, what, what's the shade? Like, I, I don't she get doesn't it. care. Well, because you know how they used to always have that thing where they would not show physical affection mm. or in in front of other wives, um, especially because they would never kiss. They would barely even, you know, touch. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's this thing like, okay, well, finally, I can do that. I can kiss him because, you know, everyone else is gone. So, um, so maybe that was the motivation. Maybe they set that whole scene up. Who knows? Those two are just... Yeah, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand how that was the shade. But that makes sense. I mean, I get it. She's not supposed to kiss. But I I feel like we're so beyond that now. Yeah. Like, how is that throwing shade to Christine? What does she care? You know? Yeah, I thought that was that was weird. And then we are back to McKelty. I really dislike McKelty. I really (laughs) felt like she was just trying to suck the air out of the room all the time she just wants so much attention yeah well she's like oh tease i love to tease if i tease you you know that you that means that i love you i'm like okay so teasing's your love language but it's annoying like it's really it's not fun or funny or (laughs) it's just kind of really just irritating Um, yeah and then we hear david talk about how this is the first time i heard this two of his sisters live Mm -hmm. polygamy and they live in mexico yeah i didn't realize that i immediately remembered this came out during the what year would this have been 2012 presidential election uh you know mitt romney's father was born in mexico Mm -hmm. because when polygamy was outlawed in utah a lot of um polygamists moved to mexico Mm -hmm. that kind of created this colony where they could still practice polygamy. And I remember that his father was born there. But then, you know, I guess when he grew up, he brought his family back to the United States. But yeah, there there, there are a lot of uh, Mormon polygamists. I don't know how mm-hmm. many there are left today, but that is a thing. So. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, but David, definitely, this was not for him. He never wanted this for himself. No. So, um, and then we get into this whole thing with McKelty and Tony about how they, you know, she and Tony met in October and they got engaged in March and then they wanted to get married in August and everyone was like, oh, it's so soon. So, obviously, so now Christine, 10 months later, is meeting and marrying this person or whatever, like less than a year. And that apparently she lied to them. She lied to these kids and said they'd known each other for a year because she was kind of like, you know, she knew she would get in a little bit of trouble, but I'm sorry. There's a huge difference here. Yes. There's a huge difference. And, you know, we all see Tony (laughs) and we all see David. Do you think maybe that might be a reason why people think you're rushing things? Like, well, she was like 18 or 19. Yeah. Christine's 50. I'm sorry that there there's this is apples and oranges. Like the this is just again one more stupid thing that well, but, and then this about. Yeah, and then this becomes her teasing and then it's like, yeah, she really does want the center of attention all the time. Like everything does come back to her. It really does. Ugh. Yeah. Um so at Christine's first wedding, it was really small, no dancing, no cake cutting. So she is super excited for the big wedding. And um, again, this is part of her fantasy. She had the first date with David and she had another date that same day yeah. that she canceled. And she told the matchmaker, I've fallen in love. I found the one. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, that's a little hasty. I mean, I can see maybe not wanting to go on the next date. Maybe you're tired and you're just kind of burnt. But like, God, you call everyone. I mean, again, I I think you're right that this is a bit of like, she's, you know, she's, these stories always have to have this interest, this, you know, Mm -hmm. drama to them. Yeah, she's really, throughout this whole episode, she's just so giddy. She's so, yeah, uh, yeah, she's like a teenager. Yeah. Well, you know what? Because she's, 
because someone loves her. I know. This is her <laughs> first time being loved and in love. Yes. Really, truly. Yes. Being loved. It's like she's just, she is, uh, you know, I don't know what the so term is for it now is, but they used to call it, you know, whipped or, you know, <laughs> whatever. You, whatever. <laughs> Whatever the kids Dick-mat- are saying. What is Dick-mat-ized. it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's definitely dickmatized. <laughs> oh, yes. Because <laughs> we see next episode and we see the two of them kissing. I'm oh, like, God. oh, Jesus, God. <laughs> Get a room. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. It was like, God damn it. <laughs> and then there's, yeah. And then there's a the part I saw where um, everyone's surrounding them. Like David's sitting on a chair in the middle. And, yes. And she's like, mounts him. <laughs> He's grinding on him. I'm like, hello. Like, whoa, Christine. Yeah, yeah. This is how love starved this woman is. I know. Love starved. So starved, almost to death. She is like, like a woman that hasn't eaten in in 26 years. And there's like a cheeseburger (laughs) in David's mouth. And she just can't get it fast enough like she cannot she is so hungry for love and yeah um but i think i i don't know i don't after seeing david here i continue to feel like i think he's a really good guy Mm -hmm. and i think that he is you can see very clearly like he's not trying to put on a show he's not cody Mm -hmm. he's not an actor he's not doing any of that he's very much this kind of like okay whatever you want i wanted to elope but you know what's I'm fine. Like, this is what you wanted. So I love you. And I just want to marry you. And he's just, you know, you see his body a lot and he's like, got you know, the big, like a middle-aged man, big belly and the little short skinny legs. And you know, he's, you know, he's just a goofy dad. Yeah. He's got like dad vibes. Like he's always Mm -hmm. making dad jokes. And like when he did that thing at the rehearsal where he pretended to trip and fall, (laughs) it's such a dad thing. You know what I mean? He's just a dad. And that's what he is. He's raised eight kids and yeah yeah he's very family oriented and i thought it was so cute when he was like making those little glow stick glasses with his grandson i mean he's Mm -hmm. just he's just like salt of the earth he's just yeah he's just a good person yeah yeah so this is the day before the wedding which is the october 6th so they're gonna do because there's so many people in this family, they can't do like a mini pampering spa day. Like basically yeah, that would be prohibitively expensive. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, it looked like there were a bunch of kits, but they were, looked like there were at least 30 bags. I'm yeah. like, I think there were a lot of people. The do it yourself facials, which yeah. <laughs> didn't really look very pampering, but you um, know, they're yeah. So, and then, you know, to do a tr- I think that's weird that she's doing a trial run with her hair and makeup the day before the wedding. Usually you try to get a trial trial run ahead of time, like know what you're doing. But um, so and then all the boys, they're hanging out with David. Um, My favorite part was when truly they're talking about, you know, uh, David and this new chapter and all of this. And truly it's like, I don't know. It's not an adjustment for me at all. Like, oh, I still like live with these two now. So they're <laughs> yeah, already together. Like, yeah. Yeah. And Christine told her that David's not going to replace your dad. And, uh, well, I think he already has. I yes. Mean, he has. God, David is raising her now. And Cody, how often does he see her? Yeah. Um, and they, they talked about how neither one of them had ever lived with a guy full time. <laughs> This is new for both of them. So poor Truly, because the because the show started when Truly was born. Mm-hmm. I bet you anything that Truly of any of those kids probably feels like she hasn't had a father. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Truly, Robin and Truly showed up at the same time. So mm-hmm. I bet you anything Truly's like, ooh, this is weird to live with yeah. this guy. Yeah, to have someone interested in me and, you know, prioritizing me and, you know, caring for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally new concept. Just like for Christine, you know, both of them (laughs) (laughs) was the first. So, um, yeah, we hear about how Christine, all Christine's daughters like him. Everyone likes him. We meet Reagan, who Ray, who's David's daughter. Um, Yeah, that's all I have for that. Yeah. And then we cut to Parowan. Yes. I was like, (laughs) I I think the producers were like, oh, crap. 
Oh God, where's Mary? Mary. <laughs> That's right, because we we put that intro in the beginning. <laughs> we, we we made this a sister wife show. We gotta go. Right. We gotta go find Mary. She has to make one appearance, and that's all she does. She makes an appearance for about one minute. No, she made that appearance, and then she made another appearance. She makes two very oh, short appearances. I don't remember the second one, but yeah, she's well. It's early October, so she's getting the in ready for Halloween. Yeah, she's decorating. Yes, yes. So, but she is very, you know. And again, I think that this this these clips though show you i think the growth that mary has made in her life because just the way in which she says and you really feel it like she's really happy for christine i'm happy for her i'm happy mm-hmm. that she's you know that this is her life she understands you know it's like she she's fine with the fact or accepts the fact that she's not at the wedding she loves chris you know she wants the best for christine and you know she's she happy wants for to her. find she wants to find the same thing yeah yeah um, yeah. So it was it was really nice to see because I was like, no, this is very grounded, mm-hmm. very very grounded. Yeah. Oh, and so this is I guess they got married at the Red Cliffs Lodge, mm-hmm. and that's when the wedding. So God, we got to go to this Red Cliffs Lodge. I wonder if they only have it for weddings, or if you can just go there on your own and get yeah. a room. I don't know. And then like get a ticket for that boat, <laughs> that little yeah. floating yeah. bar boat thing. No, it's um, great. If you have yeah. dinner out there on that like little deck area where yeah. they have the ceremony. Be lovely. Yeah. So um wh- who is this? Oh, Janelle said that the more time she spends with David, the more she likes him. Um and then, you know, this is the part that is so it's so emotional for everybody because Christine's just trying, you know, every, she's she sees you know, like Janelle is there and Janelle's kids and everyone's there and she's saying hello to everyone. And she gets really emotional just telling people about like the ceremony and like the, you know, what they need to do for the rehearsal and all mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. She's so overwhelmed. And, um, and I love that truly, I think is they don't like titles, but I guess Trudy's acting as a flower girl because she's giving them the rings. I think, mm. I think that's what she said. Yeah. Someone said uh, that <clears throat> there weren't like official, like she didn't have like a maid of honor or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was just that, like, all the grandchildren and probably truly were going to, um, you know, just kind of walk down the aisle. And then Peyton is going to walk her to the end of the aisle where her dad will be. And then her dad will give her away to mm-hmm. David. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, everybody's there. All of um, Janelle's kids are there. Mm-hmm. Maddie, so, Caleb, everybody. I didn't see. I didn't see Daddy Logan. And I didn't see um, Garrison. Well, they eventually show up because we see. Okay, I mean, we, we see, see them later on. Okay. The, well, we've seen the pictures. Oh yeah, that's on true. Social media. Everybody was there. Well, I also just wonder if not Garrison so much, but as Daddy Logan, I wonder for him if he's like, you know what? I don't need to talk. Bye. Like if he really avoids. Oh, I don't think he's. He'll be interviewed. Yeah. No, I, I think he really that. avoids that stuff. Yeah. 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 Um. So, and then this is where Annie, her mom gets, she gets really emotional and overwhelmed because she, you know, because of the fact that she had left the church by the time she got married, Christine got married the first time that she couldn't be there, which is really so unbelievable. She she made Christine's wedding dress, I think, even though we all hate it. I mean, you know, she put the time and care into making it. I'm sure she wanted to be there, but, you know, she couldn't technically be there because, she was no longer in the church and and so that's why you you really have to question things like your own mother yeah because she made a different choice than you even though you're still part of the church and your mother makes her own independent choice she can't be here and that's the part that feels very culty you know about about this like that feels very like because this is the stuff they do in scientology and every cult we've talked about or seen yeah they well they isolation of isolation yeah totally and um, she said, Christine says, I think Christine says this, or does Annie say this, saying that the other is the most amazing, courageous person I know. Yeah, Annie says it. Annie says that about Christine, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very sweet. You know, Christine's family, just, they all seem so nice. And, yeah. um, you know, the stuff, even the stuff she said about her dad, like, uh, yeah, he doesn't seem like, it seems like she was you know he despite them being in this weird cult mm-hmm. 
he seemed to say things to her that were very common sense and yeah yeah well and then we get cody in a confessional now and i need to talk about the outfit for a second he's got a blazer on this blue blazer that looks like it's part of a suit so Mm -hmm. it's not like a casual blazer it's like a suit blazer and it's kind of ill-fitting it's kind of tight yeah. And he's got it. And he, underneath, he's wearing a light blue, so blue on blue, light blue t-shirt mm-hmm. with this blue necklace mm-hmm. with this kind of big chain. It's not that big, but with this chain with this little symbol. I don't know what the symbol means. Also blue. I'm like, God, you have terrible fashion sense. Yeah. Well, that's that day. People say online, that's that David Yerman jewelry. Oh, I was wondering about like. that. And I can, oh. I think that's like a $1,200 necklace or something. And, you know, he wore the exact same outfit. Maybe he taped it on the same day. I don't know. He, no, the, the timing wouldn't be right. He wore that exact same outfit to Savannah's high school graduation. Oh, God. I remember Ugh. seeing the picture. It was literally the same outfit. And he's doing this new thing with his hair mm-hmm. where he's really piling on the product so that it stays in place and it stays mm-hmm. down so he doesn't have that frizzy frazzled look that he had mm-hmm. on the couch like last week where he looks kind of like a caveman or something so yeah he's he's working on his looks yes <laughs> but he's not being successful with it no and i just like to say i have one child and i don't buy 1200 dollars necklaces for myself like I, that no. drives me friggin' nuts. And I still, I do not know how these people support their lives. Like, how can you afford, because you and they I can't. talk about this, you and I talk about this all the time where, you know, we're in these positions where we both earn a good living, but it's really hard to like, you know, keep up mm-hmm. because it's, mm-hmm. it's just, everything's so t- It's part of it. It's the world that we live in today. That's everything's topsy turvy, but I'm like, God, how can you guys afford this stuff? Like, they are you can't, really getting paid that much? No, they can't afford it. I I, I bet you they're in debt. Um, you know, I, I think that they have no, probably have no savings. And obviously they don't have, they don't have any ability to develop Coyote Pass or to have any forward motion in their life. So they just spend all their money yeah. on frivolous stuff. Oh, you know? God, David Yerman probably loves them. Um, yeah. yeah. So then oh, he the, goes... Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. He, he then, of course, he has to put his two cents in about. Yes. No, go ahead. You say. Well, it. <laughs> he says, my wedding to Christine was lackluster. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Really? He's okay. like, I, I had a vacant look in my eyes or something like that. And he said, I had two other wives that were miserable. It was not a good day. I yeah, hope Christine but- gets her great day. Yeah, she was, she, he was going into this thing. That's what that thousand yard stare. I'm like, yeah, what does that thousand mean? Yard thousand stare. yards. Is that like a blank stare? Yeah, where you're just kind of staring off into space, like, overwhelmed, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he said, my two other wives aren't getting along, you know, and they're not in the emotional condition. That's how he's phrasing it now. Emotional condition, whatever that is, you know, to be in a good place. I don't know. So why were you marrying somebody else? You know, when you have two wives who are miserable, why don't you work mm -hmm. on that? Yeah. Yeah. So, but what is so crazy about this is, didn't you just say to us that you're over this, you're resolved? I mean, I really want to know, like, when did they shoot that confessional? And when did they shoot the, when he was, you know, chopping down the log, the tree, you know, like, are you, but now you're showing us that you're not over it because you're still angry. You're still talking mm-hmm. about how crappy the first wedding was. And it's like, this was the kindest thing that you could say. This was, yeah. you dug deep inside of this and that's what you thought of. It's like, God, Cody, I think it's just Christ. Yeah. It just depends on the day, whatever mm-hmm. day you catch Cody. I mean, you know, I, and I'm sure that they plucked that scene out of obscurity to just put it in there because just to, because it wouldn't be a show if we didn't have one scene of Cody putting somebody down, mm-hmm. usually Christine. But then he says, you know, if Christine is happy, if if David is digging on her, then I'm happy for them. Digging if on David her. David is digging on her. Like, it's almost like he's saying, well, hard to believe that some guy would find her sexually attractive or desirable but if that's what he likes then you know good Mm -hmm. for him 
I mean, it's just such a rude, rude comment. Yeah. Just crude and rude. Yeah. I hate him. I know. (laughs) This is the last time he appears in this episode. I hope so. He better not appear in the, in the finale with the wedding and stuff that we don't need that. We don't need him ruining that episode. All right. Hear this puddle monkey. I'm taking any Cody out of that next episode. He's edited out. And then we get to the riverboat. (laughs) That was so exciting. I was like, Oh, this is so cool. It's a floating bar. Yes, yes. <laughs> she describes it. Yeah, that looks like such fun. And Christine chugs a beer. Now, I've heard because she she says that she, oh, I drink now, you know, in my mm-hmm. first wedding, no alcohol, but I drink now. I have tattoos, all of this. But the thing is, is that I've heard from people, again, this is, none of this is corroborated, but I've heard from people like bartenders and waiters in Las Vegas that the Browns were always drinking. Mm, yeah. That the Browns drank a lot. Like it wasn't like, and maybe, maybe prior to the show, they really, no alcohol, no nothing, but something changed in the last 10 years mm-hmm. because apparently they do, they do drink. And that irritates me that they're all like, they're acting like, Ooh, this is all new. Yeah. Well, they were still wearing like the long sleeve shirts with the tank tops over it. Ugh, you know, God. when they first got to Vegas anyway, for a while. God. And Christine just can't wait. She just loves to show her shoulders and, mm-hmm. you know, where <laughs> she's just living it up. She's feeling um, herself. Yeah. She is feeling herself. But, um, and then I, Janelle, I, Janelle yeah. makes a speech, which was kind of surprising, mm-hmm. you know, cause she's pretty shy, but she, you know, she gets up, she makes a speech talking about how she's so excited to be part of the deal, you know, cause, mm-hmm. uh, Christine said, you know, Janelle and her kids are part of the deal. And, yeah. you know, that was a very emotional moment with them. Yeah. The two of them. Yeah. Yeah. It was really nice. And it was very Janelle direct to the point. Yeah. Like, (laughs) there we go. But then we hear from Janelle and I'm really glad that she said this because, you know, she says, I have big plans. I have big adventurous plans lined up and a man and it does not involve a man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think this is one thing that really bugs me about what we do to especially women, Mm -hmm. mainly women, where we always make it so like, you know, the only way Janelle could feel fulfilled is to meet a man right. and get back into a relationship. And it's like, no, that's, that's Christine. That's what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And she never felt satisfied in her relationship with Cody. But I think Janelle did. I think Janelle felt satisfied. I think, you know, I think she felt like she had a good relationship with Cody mm-hmm. and she was satisfied by the marriage and she doesn't have all this animosity and anger towards him the way, um, the the way Christine does. And I think that for her, she's like, this isn't, you know, this isn't my next chapter. Isn't I, I felt loved, you know, until until she didn't. Yeah. She was, yeah, she was in love and he satisfied her until he didn't. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. And I'm, a, you know, I'm a woman of a certain age. I'm Janelle's age. And I get that all the time. You know, people always want to know, well, are you dating? You know, this and that. And it's like, <sighs> I just hate that because then I have mm-hmm. to, then I feel like I have to justify my existence. Like, yeah, you know, and I don't, it's like, if I wanted to be dating, I would be dating. So mm-hmm. obviously I don't want to. And again, yeah. You know, sometimes men interfere with your life and interfere yes, with do. your plans. And like Janelle saying, I have big plans. If she, if I get involved in a relationship, then maybe that will curtail my plans. Then I've got mm-hmm. to adjust my plans. I've got to adjust my life. And it's like, no, I, you know, I want to do these other things without having to worry about another person. And, you know, it's just so sexist. And, you know, we have to stop doing that to women. And, you know, especially to like, you know, when you're in your childbearing years, yeah, there's a little more pressure to, uh, you know, if you want to have children, Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is pressure to couple up and have children, whatever. But once you get into your 50s, it's like that's not even an issue anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like I'm not uh, not thinking about that. I'm thinking about what do I want to do after spending 20 years working my ass off as a single parent? What do I want to do now for myself? Mm-hmm. Not for a yeah. man. Anyway, that's my rant. Well, no, no, no. But I think you're absolutely right. And what drove me crazy is before... 
I met Steve, you know, I would get that all the time. Like people would ask me that. And it was like, I never quite knew what to say because mm-hmm. yeah, there were pockets of my, t- of my life where I did like when you do want a relationship, it doesn't feel great. Like it makes you feel like you're a loser. And then, but there were also times where it was like, I had, you know, I had bigger fish to fry. Like I had Mm -hmm. a, you know, I had a career to build and things Mm -hmm. to do. And a lot of times I would get that, you know, I'd get it a lot from people who were like desperately looking, you know, themselves. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, listen, you're, you know, I was, I remember I had this friend, this actor friend. And I think I was 24, 25 and he was like early thirties, you know, he wanted to get married, you know, he, he, or 30 something, he wanted to get married, but he would always ask me if I was dating someone. I'm like, I'm not at your place. Mm-hmm. I'm not there. I don't care. Yeah. And we all know that women are happier, <laughs> live longer when they don't have husbands. It's, it's men need women. Mm-hmm. Women don't need men. Right. They really don't. So, um, so yeah, I, it is incredibly sexist and I'm glad Janelle's like putting her foot down because, yeah. yeah, because that's not, it's not fair to her or to assume that that's what she, you know, it's, well, it's, it's like, you're not, yes, like you're not complete unless you yeah have a man. And you know, the craziest thing is, and I say this to my clients is, you know, they'll be upset because they're not in a relationship. And I'm like, listen, you could be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You could, you could have a boyfriend, trust me. Like mm-hmm. you could go out there. There are a lot of losers out there. Mm-hmm. A lot of like weirdos, losers, all this kind of stuff that would love to yeah. be in a relationship with you. So there's this other part too, where it's like, you know, it shouldn't be about looking for a man or looking for partnership because, right. I've seen, I've seen so many examples of people settling, not settling, but like picking people that are really, ugh, and yeah. you're like, what are you doing? And then, you know, they, take all your money or, yeah. you know, have affairs or, or just, you know, you know t- ruin your whole, your spirit, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's another thing, you know? Yeah. You have enough relationships like that and you're just kind of like, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Because you, when you get into a relationship, you don't always know where it's going to go. And mm-hmm. sometimes it can go like in a bad direction. Yeah. So I want Janelle to just focus on herself. Yes. And, and find those adventures and plans. Yeah. So then Mary comes back around. Okay. <laughs> this is the second Mary moment where basically she just says, Christine deserves love and she wants the same thing. So anyway, yeah. and then my favorite moment happened. Oh, Rex arrived. <laughs> I love Rex. <laughs> yes. I didn't know. I don't, I was like, boy, that Rex couldn't wait to just wear the cameras. <laughs> Are the well, cameras, is the camera on me? He, he was whispering to say something about Cody. Yeah. Oh my! I mean, I could not believe that. I was like, my mouth dropped open because I assumed I assumed that he would start with like, you know, oh hi, hi, hi. I'm so happy for you. Isn't this great? You know, and then but he but isn't David great? Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, you look so beautiful. Like all of that stuff. But then he kept going. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think this was, I'm re- remembering back to an episode where Christine was complaining about, it has something to do with money or finances. And, and she, she said that, you know, there were times where they were so broke that she didn't have the money to go visit her dad. Because I think Christine's always been close to her dad. And I, I'm sure Cody knew Rex didn't like him. Mm-hmm. And probably, you know, tried to isolate Christine from. Oh, interesting. Him. Yeah. And wasn't going to give her money to go visit um, her dad, even though he could, you know, buy a Lexus convertible or whatever he wanted to do. I always remember that. It stuck out in my mind. And it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, because Rex doesn't like you. <laughs> Christine might go visit Rex and not come back. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And how far away was, did her dad live from her? That was always my question. Yeah. Cause I remember I've heard that comment before. I remember that comment. Well, it must've been far enough away that it was expensive to fly or get, you know, pay for gas, you know, but yet he could pay for gas to go visit Robin, you know, yeah. wherever he wanted yeah. to, but typical. Yes, yes, yes. Typical Cody. All right. But I was just like, Oh, Rex. <laughs> as the man yeah he could not wait to just 
put him down. Cody. Yes. So now we're at the day of the wedding and we get truly we're at the at the uh, where the ladies are staying and we get truly bashing in the door. (laughs) (laughs) Saying, hey, we've arrived. She's like, hello, my children. Yes. Her her and her purple hair. (laughs) Oh, my God. Truly. She's really something. Yeah, she is. She really, really is. Um, Yeah. And uh, so uh, Christine was saying that she wanted just she and David at the altar Mm -hmm. um, because she she didn't want to share. You know, she was done sharing. She's had to share Mm. in all of her in her marriage. And she was like, F this. I don't want that. So I'm happy for her. Um, And then we see... It was weird because we saw a clip of Maddie earlier and everyone's emotional and cry- crying and Maddie's just sitting in the chair getting her hair braided like really stern. I'm like, oh, something going on with Maddie. But, um, you know, we see this confessional. First, we see it's her, Maddie and Hunter and then they saw another clip and it's Caleb. But she's just really sad that there's all this animosity within the family and that the other family isn't there. Mm-hmm. Um, but she loves David and his family and she's, you know, happy for Christine. So all this animosity. So if if there wasn't the animosity, it would just mean that it would be Chris, it would be Robin's kids. Because well, Leon I, was there. Yeah, so but I, I think she's well, I don't think she really cares that much about Robin's kids. I think she's upset about her her dad the way that her dad that she doesn't have a relationship with him anymore yeah you know and, and that's kind of unrelated to christine and what whatever's happening i just think yeah she and then in the kitchen she became very emotional and started crying and you know did, didn't want to talk about it but i think that she, it's just hitting her you know that this whole <laughs> situation whatever you want to call it as a result of it she no longer has a relationship with her dad and they used to be close, you know, Mm -hmm. and Caleb was very close with Cody, all that. Mm -hmm. So I think she's just feeling emotional about all of that. Um, Yeah. 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 I can imagine. Um, I thought this was so sweet. So all the men are gathered together and David says that he felt like when he met Christine, he met, he found his unicorn like this person that, you know, couldn't possibly exist. Right. Because they, he was also chatting with, so I guess that his, his son-in-law, David's mm-hmm. son-in-law, Corbin, mm-hmm. is a licensed officiant. Oh, he's and, marrying them, yeah. Yes, and so he's marrying them. And so he was talking about w- w- what they wanted for the wedding. And he said one of the things, besides not making any crass jokes, um, is that they really wanted to talk about finding love later in life. And I thought that was just so sweet the way he Mm -hmm. described it, like that she's this unicorn, so rare, you know, after everything that he's been through. Mm -hmm. And we talked about this before when we were watching the um, Mm one-on-ones, the, you know, that he had a first wife who struggled with depression. Mm -hmm. And so he must feel so just just the way christine does like right i never thought this would happen so right. yes am yeah, i missing anything do you have any no, other I okay. just, uh, um yeah i think we we meet katie who's one of david's yes. daughters corbin is her husband um he's marrying them and then mitch and tony are there and um i think tony is colorblind because he's yes these shirts and he's like this isn't purple and it's it's a purple shirt and uh-huh. then he picks up another shirt. He's like, this isn't rust color. And it's like, mm, yeah, it is, Tony. Yeah. yeah. I was like, God, what's going on? I, I was like, he's like, this isn't plum. Yeah. This isn't rust. Your colors are really hard to figure out. And David's yeah. just like, listen, I didn't pick the colors, buddy. But but I thought it was so cute that David didn't remember what shirt he was supposed to wear. <laughs> he's like, which one am I supposed to wear? Um, But yeah, Tony is a very strange person too. because yeah. he's like, well, what, what color is Christine wearing? He's like, David's like, white. What? And he said, well, what will have, well, have you seen it? And he's like, no, I haven't seen the dress. I'm like, Tony, do you not understand how weddings work? No. Like, this is a very traditional common thing that people know that, you no, know. No, because remember, Tony had to go wedding dress shopping 
when he was wearing McKelty and everyone was commenting about how weird it was. He was the only guy there, but he wanted to go. And McKelty was just like, great. You know, the, the two of them, like, you know what? They could not have found a more perfect, you know, union because mm. these two, they're just the same. Yeah. They're just crazy. Well, and they also really like being, I think Tony also likes being the center of attention. I think mm-hmm. Tony also, because every goddamn scene that he's in, it's like, I don't hear from anybody else but him. Yeah, you don't I'm remember. Like, well, did anyone else talk? You know? No. Yeah. No. So either of these other people don't have anything interesting to say. And what's sad is, God, Tony was the most interesting person there. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, that's Mitch sad. barely speaks, you know, and these yeah. other guys, they're not used to being on camera. So, I don't know. But then we go back to the ladies' uh, um, apartment or whatever it is. And so the girls, uh, Aspen, McKelty, and um, Isabel, they they do a take on something borrowed, something blue, something new. But it just, it's weird. Like, it's not, yeah. it's not something borrowed, something No, it is, actually. I, I, There's no blue. That's the problem. There's no where, okay, so Isabel gives her some shoes that have tra- uh, German. It's, this is a German tradition. They put pennies on the bottom of the shoe. Mm-hmm. What was that supposed to symbolize? I think I think that was supposed to be something old. Okay. And then Aspen gives her that bracelet, and that was something new. And earrings, yeah. Well, no, but Kelsey gives borrowed. her the earrings. And and the cake cutters and all of that. So I think those are all borrowed. So they missed the blue. Okay. So maybe something was blue in there that we missed. Um, but uh, and that's the other thing that's so weird is like McKelty acts like she's g- being the most generous human being on earth. Like you can wear my earrings or you I can. I thought those were Aspen's earrings. Oh, is that Cause, a- was that Aspen? Yeah, because Christine said, "Oh, these are the ones you wore at your wedding." I thought oh, I were, thought it was McKelty. I thought it was Aspen. Doesn't matter. Well, I think it doesn't matter. But things. yeah, but I just think that like okay, and she's acting like it's so special that she's you can use the cake cutter and the thing, the knife for my from cutting my wedding cake. Is that such a big deal for people? I thought that was weird. Anyway, no. I just wrote no. down there's nothing blue. Um, and then we get into this discussion with Isabel and Aspen about whether or not they you know do we call david a stepdad it feels very foreign to them mm-hmm. to call anybody a stepdad so and i think both of them were like maybe we should just call him david yeah <laughs> yeah i just did, like step anything just sounds so antiquated and negative i mean the evil stepmother is like a yeah. trope the throughout all of you know literature <laughs> movies and whatever so why anyone would want to be called a step anything it's beyond me just say you just call him by his name yeah or i don't know i think that if you feel like if you feel this pull and he feels like like truly maybe truly might decide i'm gonna call him dad i don't know maybe well, and not, then cody, not and then, well cody maybe have. not in front of cody but yeah because then he comes on mm-hmm. we see him again forgot about this. He comes on, he says, well, I think Truly's old enough that, you know, she's never going to refer to David as uh, her dad, dad. or stepdad or anything like that. And I'm like, um, don't be too sure, Cody. Yeah. Don't be but too I, sure. <laughs> I could, I, I don't know. I mean, obviously for this past year, he has, she, he, David has been essentially a dad to Truly. Yeah. You know, he sees her all the time. And of course, Cody's been like, yeah, Christine took my child away from me. It's all her fault. Um, but, you know, not like David, I mean, not like Cody could get in his car and drive to Utah and see her. No, that would be too hard. FYI. But I could see, I could see truly maybe doing that. Um, I don't know. I thought, I think David's so great. I want to call him dad. Yeah. So, um, and then who was that? Was that Caleb? It was Caleb, Maddie, and Hunter. Oh, and yeah, I know in the confessional, but did we see Garrison? Not yet. I don't think or, he's no, arrived or, yet. Okay, we okay. We haven't seen him yet. Yeah. We haven't seen Garrison, Leon, or um, Logan. Yeah. Yet. Oh, 
This was the other thing about Tony that was driving me crazy. So Tony then asks David if he's nervous. And David's like, no, but I I might get emotional. And Tony's like, well, that's the same thing. And David's like, no. (laughs) Shut up, Tony. Dummy. (laughs) And he's absolutely right. It's not the same thing. No, it's a completely different emotion. What are you fucking talking about? (laughs) This is the thing. It's like, Uh, like, I just can't. Can you imagine if you had to be around these people? Ugh. You, if they were in oh your family and you had to hear these stupid comments all the time. Yeah. I wonder if David inside his head's going, this this kid's an idiot. I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean that's the same thing? This is rust and this is plum. <laughs> you dummy. <laughs> yes. There are some things that are known, known <laughs> quantities, okay? God. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, and this, yes. Oh, yeah. So I was going to say, so Caleb, Maddie, and Hunter are um, talking and um, they're talking about how I think Hunter says Christine is like the party animal and David is kind of the same way. They want everybody to be around and have a good time. And uh, yeah, they've met their match. Yeah. Oh, and Isabel says something. She's talking to her mom. She says she heard David. Or maybe this was a talking head. I don't know. She heard David say to Christine, I love you so much. And she said, I'd never heard anyone say that to you. So that's very telling. You know, what's so telling about this is how every single, all of her children, Janelle, all of Janelle's children, everybody, everybody, her parents, everybody, that there is not any love for Cody. And that Mm -hmm. all they keep talking about is, oh, my God, this person loves you. This person, you know, this person likes you. It's not even love. It's like he likes you. He wants to be around you. He desires you. What are the chances that, you know, somebody, someone, someone new comes into the family? um, You know, not everybody knows him super well. They've spent limited time with him. What are the chances that every single one of those people loves this guy? Yeah. Usually there's a few people who are like, I don't know. No, every single person loves this guy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I and I do. I think he's a really great guy. I think he's he really seems like it. I mean, I don't think he could keep acting. Like, he doesn't seem to be acting, so I believe it's no. all genuine what we're seeing. So it's that and, but it's this combination of that and the fact that she really, they everybody witnessed how Cody treated her. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Yeah. And then Christine says another, you know, devastating thing. She says that when she saw Maddie get married, mm-hmm. she saw like how happy she was and she was glowing. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I was not glowing on my wedding. And I really felt that absence of like, I never got to experience that until mm-hmm. now. Yes. But yeah, it was like it was like as soon as Christine was allowed to see like some of the examples of things, she was like, "Oh, wait a minute." Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh god, how awful. I mean, it's awful for everyone, I think, to be caught in this weird place of I know I'm in this horrible marriage and mm-hmm. I'm so unhappy, but you know, our livelihood and everything that I know is wrapped up in this and I can't get out. I mean, um, which is why I believe that Annie, her mom was so proud of her and saying, you know, how amazing it is because it really did take a tremendous amount of courage to be like, okay, bye. You know, I've done enough. I'm not going to do this anymore. And, you know, and also saying like, you know, I don't, I don't need, I don't need to please you anymore. Cause I think that it would have been easy for Christine to be like, okay, we're in a loveless marriage. Fine. You know, we'll mm-hmm. just, we'll just pretend until Truly's older and then I'll just wander off somewhere and mm-hmm. who cares. But I think the fact that she really declared like, no, I deserve right. more. I just not that, you yes. go. Let me go. You yeah. Crazy person. <laughs> let me go live my life. And, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'm not going to keep your daughter from you or any of your children from you. Yeah. But it's on you now to figure yeah. this out, not on me. Yeah, no, so. it was very, very courageous what she did. And also Janelle had given her the advice, you know, I don't know how many years before. You know, she must have confided in Janelle because Janelle told her, well, don't leave until you've got your money together. You mm-hmm. know, 
And I just feel like she was like Julia Roberts in that movie where she's plotting like how she's going <laughs> to fake her death to get, to get out of this horrible marriage. What was that movie? Oh, Sleeping with the Enemy? Yes, yeah, Sleeping with <laughs> yes. the Enemy. So yeah, she was just planning and planning and she, and she did. She 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 got out of there with some money. Mm-hmm. And um well, what's so interesting too is, you know, she said that she was so when when she and Cody had that house in uh, Flagstaff that mm-hmm. that was the first time the two both of them were on the title and she felt mm-hmm. so special and mm-hmm. then it was very painful for her to like when he took his name off the title to be on the title with Robin and what's so interesting about that is but that's what saved you yes yeah exactly that's that that that's was why you were able to leave yeah like his his desire or whatever this reasoning behind it but him again, disappointing you again, doing this again, like this was the yeah. greatest, you know, he didn't mean to, but it was the greatest gift he could have given you. Yeah. And it's very ironic because he was doing it in order for Robin to be able to get that house, you know, that big house that he so wanted them to mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. And he didn't think, you know, he, he was playing checkers, not chess. He didn't think yeah. about like how, how could this come back and bite him later? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the meme? There's this meme where it's like the first picture is Cody and Robin in the first season when Truly was being born kissing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then there's in the next picture is the two of them like sadly sitting on the couch together. Mm -hmm. And the first one says, fuck around and find (laughs) out. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) So... And I think that was pretty much it. We just see her like they 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 go yeah. to the they she go got her hair and makeup done. She looks beautiful. They go to the lodge. She's going to get ready. She's saying goodbye to everybody, you know, because everyone needs to go get ready. And then she's just taking a moment for herself because mm-hmm. it's all so overwhelming. And then next week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then dun, dun, dun. again, this pissed me off. We get Cody's voice. Cody's voice next when? time on Sister Lives. Oh. Can, can, I know. Please, can we please just take him out of these episodes? It's ruining it. No, they can't. <laughs> and you know what? Who 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 do we get to rip on? It's so fun ripping on him. And it is. I just and I just love love that everyone in that family <laughs> wants to just it's, hates Cody. Nobody like the, likes him. Oh my god, that who? dad is so frail. Like he's freely yeah. coming over, and then he's like, "Oh, hi, hi, hi." Okay, where's you know, wh- quote unquote, whispering in her ear. Yeah. God damn it, that other guy, you know, like Cody, you know, it's I like, know. oh, he could not wait to say that. I'm trying camera. to think of one person who's a Cody fan. And, you know, McKelty and Tony, I think, had a falling out with him mm-hmm. because she was talking shit about him, I think, and in her. Not Patreon. even talking shit, just being just ni- telling well, the truth. You know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I thought it was because he saw that clip. Was it the clip with where she supported her mom or was it the Patreon oh, yeah. stuff? Well, I think it was everything. I think mm-hmm. that, you, yeah, he was clearly mad that, he, you know, she was supporting Christine's, you know, trash talking. She was trash talking him with Christine when they were painting pottery or whatever they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> Simply because she she said, yo, mom, I really want you to be happy. That's trash talking, <laughs> Cody. Or she's like, don't worry about it. You know, don't worry uh-huh. about it. That's not your problem. You just go be happy. It was that. And then I just think, you know, she she talked a lot on her Patreon. And, you know, mm-hmm. you know, he's you know, he, he's just like we are trolling the Internet, like looking for <laughs> sister wife's gossip. He knows all of this stuff. Oh, yeah. But so. again, that's also a sign of what they do in cults and the way in which men control women, which is if you do not, if you don't support me 110%, if you don't agree with everything I do or say, you're out. Mm-hmm. You're out. Yeah. You're done. And yeah. and and I, I really appreciate the fact that at least McKelty was like, oh, that's silly. I'm not going to do that. So yeah. I'm going to live my life. Goodbye. Yeah. Okay. Well, well wow. that was, I, I laughed. I cried. I loved it. <laughs> it was I loved very emotional. It was very emotional. So this episode. Next, yeah. Next week we get to see the ceremony and then that will be it. So, uh, the week after, I think we're going to go back to our Tuesday Sister Wives Rewind. Yes. We'll Pick be starting on season, season six. six. Yeah. Yep. So we did seasons one through five already. They're in the archives. 
if you want to go back and um, start from the beginning or just, yeah. you know, whatever, um, we'll pick that up. And then um, this Thursday, uh, well, whenever you're listening to this, um, we have an episode. Our next episode this week will be about the movie, uh, the Netflix movie May, December and the Mary Kay Letourneau story um, that it's, you know, kind of based on. And we get really into, really into her crazy self. Yeah. Um, so that, that'll be a good episode. And then, you know, we're doing, uh, we got some documentaries coming up, um, true crime, some culty stuff and whatever. So Thursdays will be our documentary day. Yes. And I hope you join us for that. And thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. Um, if you haven't already, if you could please subscribe to the podcast, that would be great. And also, you know, give us a five-star rating and review if you feel so inclined. Yes. And you can also reach us, interact with us um, on social media, uh, um, Psych Legal Pop on TikTok and Instagram. And um, I think that's about it. Yeah. Anything yeah. else? And tell a friend about the show. We really yeah. appreciate it. Yes. And yes. Um, yeah, I think that's it. All right. All right. All right, everyone. Take care. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com